Welcome to the Underrepresented in Tech podcast, hosted by Michelle Frechette and Ali Nimmons. Underrepresented in Tech is a free database built with the goal of helping people find new opportunities in WordPress and tech overall. Hi, Ali. Hi, Michelle. I think it's kind of funny because we have those like frenetic, oh my God, what are we doing next? And then we're like, hi, Ali. Yeah. <laughs> Our energy goes from like, what's going on? What are we doing? What are we talking about? To just like smooth, chill, relaxed. I know. And I don't know which, I mean, I would say like one is false and the other isn't, but they're both real. It's like frenetic into, oh, we get to have a conversation now. Yeah, exactly. Which is a good thing. Absolutely. And I love the topic you came up with for today. So why don't you tell us what we're talking about? So I figured we've spoken a lot in previous episodes about how to try to get a job or get an opportunity, uh, Mm -hmm. like resumes and bios and all of those sorts of things. Um, But I think that it's equally important to know how to leave a position or an opportunity. Mm -hmm. Um, I think for a lot of underrepresented people, um, I, I can speak from my experience as a black woman that there's this, you know, that whole angry black woman thing. And I've had to leave opportunities, um, that I was in. Mm-hmm. And at that time I was in an, a pretty angry or upset state of mind. And so I feel like it's doubly important almost that we know how to leave the opportunity, how to quit, how to resign, however you want to put it um, Mm -hmm. in a way that is going to set us up for success really in the future Mm -hmm. and not burn bridges. Um, Because even if you have to leave a job that's not right for you, it doesn't mean that you didn't make great connections there or learn really good things Mm -hmm. and you should hold on to that positivity. So I have like just a little bullet list of stuff that I've experienced from like my life and places that I've left that um, didn't seem intuitive to me in the moment, I feel like, because nobody ever really taught me a lot of this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So you've had more jobs than me. So <laughs> I would definitely be interested to hear your experiences. Um, yeah. But I can run through this list kind of quickly. Um, mm-hmm. and some of this might be stuff that you know as a listener, but hopefully it um, there's something in here that you can take away. Um, I feel like the the top thing that I thought of was like, quitting at the right time or leaving at the right time. And I think that means um, I've waited too long sometimes to leave a place where I was miserable and that it's never good, right? It's it's like being it's in a relationship, you know, a romantic relationship that you're not happy in. The longer you wait to rip off the bandaid, the worse it's going to be. So and you start to harbor resentment for things that you shouldn't even resent exactly. because you're the one who's building that um, those emotions up within yourself, not other people putting that expectation and those emotions within you. Right. So yeah, exactly. it's definitely you self-sabotage that way for sure. Yeah. Um, I would say, you know, there's the kind of unwritten rule about, you know, giving two weeks notice. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think we should all realize and acknowledge that that's not a law. Like that's not, right. unless you've signed a contract that says I will mm-hmm. give two weeks notice, that's not necessary. It's yeah. a nice thing to offer so that you mm-hmm. can have a nice transition period. Um, yeah. But you don't have to do that. And also I've been in situations where I've given my two weeks notice um, and my employer just said, no, leave now. Yeah, yeah. And that is very hurtful. So I would say it's a good thing to offer, but be prepared to have that be rejected. Mm-hmm. 
which kind of leads me into the next thing, which is to prepare, right? Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. saving the things you need. If there are important um, messages or documents, or, you know, if you have, I don't know, 401k or health insurance information, like anything like that, that you find that you might need, make sure to save that information beforehand. Mm -hmm. Um, You were going to say something, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, I have two stories about um, the two weeks notice idea that I wanted mm-hmm. to share. Can I interject those before yeah, we yeah, get yeah. through the rest of the list? Okay. Please. So um, once upon a time, <laughs> I was a college graduate, but I wasn't in like the higher ed field that I worked in for 20 years um, yet. And I was partially laid off. So it was a really, the company I was working for was actually my father's company. And they were going through some lean times and the government here allowed for partial layoffs. So I was working two days a week but, and I was getting some money from the government for those other three days, but I was a single mom and I needed to make ends meet. So I started working for this woman who was selling travel agency franchises. But the more I got involved with like working for her day to day on those three days a week, realized that she was like using client money, like for her own personal expenses, she was, what she was setting up wasn't really franchise business. Like it was so shady and I was probably there for like four weeks. And I like every day was feeling so uncomfortable because I knew that I was complicit by knowing what was happening. I was complicit in what she was doing. Yeah. And so I had to extract myself from there. And so I made a plan to leave at the end of the day and be like, this is my last day. You know, I'm not even giving two weeks notice kind of thing. And so I went in at the end of the day and I said, um, we'll just, we'll just call her Sue. <laughs> it's like, so um, Sue, I, you know, I, I have to say, I'm really not comfortable in the, this position. This is not a really good role for me. And so I am leaving at the end of today and I won't be back. Um, and she's like, well, it's, you know, usually expected that you give two weeks notice. I said, I'm not comfortable giving you two weeks notice. I need to leave today. I've already cleared out my desk. Um, you know, and she looked at me and she goes, well, then I will send your check in the mail like that for my, mm-hmm. whatever pay was left. And I actually looked at her and I talk about not burning bridge. I totally burned a bridge. I go, well, then I guess I won't expect to see it anytime soon. <laughs> and I turned around and left. Dang. <laughs> and the, the anxiety that was building up in me that whole day, mm-hmm. like knowing that I was going to have that confrontation, I didn't know it would be that confrontational. That was like, that slipped out of me in such a way that was so counter to who I am as a person, but it felt so good too. Like yeah. I walked out of there. I felt like, um, like Mary Tyler Moore, when she throws her hat up at the beginning of that old <laughs> show, like, woo, I'm the girl who just like took on the I world. told you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then there's another time when I left a position. So um, I was working as the director of admissions for a graduate school of education. And I had taken, I had like five weeks of vacation every year. So I took two weeks in a row, right? So I, I take these two weeks, it's all planned and ahead. And I cover all my bases, everything. I come back on that Monday and my boss and the HR guy come into my office and say, we'd like to talk to you and tell me that I'm being let go. Because of finance, financial purposes, they're going to take my job, split it into two lower paid positions. If I want, I could apply for one of those, which is like half, less than half of my current salary. Um, so I wasn't being fired for cause. They were just restructuring and I would be out of a job. Mm-hmm. And I said, um, so what, I have like two weeks. Do I leave today? They're like, no, we'd like you to stay on for <laughs> six weeks. <gasps> 
And if I chose not to stay on for those six weeks, I would not get any severance. Wow. Which was the equivalent of nine weeks of pay. And Whoa. so I had to keep going to work for six weeks knowing. knowing mm-hmm. wow. And I that had to sucks. be, and I had to be pleasant and I had to download all of the information in my head and teach other people how to do my job because mm-hmm. I was being let go. And that was one of the most uncomfortable positions I have ever been put in. Yeah. So, yeah. So, and that wasn't that I was leaving, but I mean, I was leaving. That wasn't my choice is what I mean to say, but there's, there's so many things that so many factors and so many ways that things like that can come into play um, when you leave. So, you know, continue with the list, but I kind of wanted to interject (laughs) that in there is, is that you're right. The four, the two weeks notice one time I, I was asked because of the level I was in, I offered four weeks. Mm-hmm. because I knew transitioning to a new person wasn't going to be an easy thing. I was higher up in a company and they needed to work hard to get somebody to replace me. Um, and so I, I did four weeks notice. And so there's just, depending on the level you are in the company, depending on your comfort level, um, you have options. And I yeah. think that's really important to bring that up. For sure. Thank you for sharing those things. And the, the mm-hmm. first one, the first story definitely <laughs> leads me into my next point, Ooh, which is... Which is- Unless you feel like you really have to try not to quit when you're angry, right? So like, you know, if you are in a situation where you are really angry or are really frustrated, maybe go home that day, calm down, think about it, think about how you feel and come back the next day so that you can quit or leave or do whatever you have to do in a better state of mind. Yes, I totally 100% agree that you should never make those kind of decisions in the heat of the moment. Knee-jerk reactions like that are the kinds of things that will come back to bite you. You'll have regrets. And even if you won't have regrets for quitting, taking the time, taking a day, taking two days won't, you know, won't change that, right? So if you won't have regrets today and you won't have regrets on a Friday, why not take the time to make sure you're not going to have those regrets that you haven't burned a bridge that you wish you hadn't burned, that you used clearer language, that you were better prepared, that you, like, and you talk about preparation, you know, what was the things on your list that you're being, that you're prepared to leave, not just um, like getting everything out of your desk and making sure that you know your 401k stuff, but also that you've prepared a letter that explains, you know, why you're leaving and you've done it in writing as opposed to just like, I quit and walking out the door. So, yeah. Agreed, it's like, can you, can you see my screen or something? Cause you keep leading into my next bullet points. It's kind of freaky. We no, I can't, but we're synergized. Like it's yeah. just the way we are. Connected. We are. Um, yeah. I, t- I totally agree with what you're, what you're saying. And my next bullet point was get everything in writing or put as much of it as you can mm-hmm. in writing. Um, so, you know, if you feel um, that you'd like to have a longer conversation with your manager, superior, whatever, I would still say, yeah, write that letter, write an email, you know, after some consideration, I've realized that this is not the right role for me. I'd like to give you my two weeks notice starting today or, you know, starting Monday or whatever that might be. Um, outline the things that you are comfortable doing and the things that you're not comfortable doing, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, depending on what your role is, you might say, you know, I can stay on board to help train the next person. Um, maybe there are things that you are not going to be doing 
mm-hmm. moving forward. Like I've been in positions where the things that I've been asked to do, not necessarily like moral or ethical reasons or anything like that, but it's just like, I, I'm not doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm leaving partially because of this. So I'm not doing this thing anymore, but I can help in X, Y, Z ways. Let's please get on a call or let's please meet up to talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's really important to have all those things in writing. Um, Cause I mean, I've heard horror stories from people who are like, yeah, I quit, but because it wasn't in writing, you know, they framed it as they fired me mm-hmm. and that affected things moving forward. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you just want to, you know, cover your butt. And you want to exit gracefully. Yeah. It's, you be, it's you the professional be the thing to do. Mm-hmm. It's the, you know, being the better man or the better woman or the better person or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, And it, it just shows, it shows a degree of respect as well, because that um, if you're just having a direct conversation with that superior, that manager, whatever, um, that means that the two of you are the only people who know what was said. But if Mm -hmm. you write down what happened, that letter can be shared with HR. It can be, um, you know, referenced to in an exit interview um, it can, it's just, it's, it's just a safe, good mm-hmm. professional thing to do to get as much of everything as you can mm-hmm. in writing. Yep. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then if you're asked to do an exit interview, like I know a lot of, um, I want to say a lot of tech companies do exit. I've only ever been asked to do exit interviews at tech companies before. Um, and my advice there is to be honest right? Mm-hmm. We're, we, we like to frame everything on this podcast as for underrepresented people through that lens. Mm-hmm. And so it's a very real possibility that you are leaving a position um, because of a toxic environment or, mm-hmm. you know, lack of understanding or lack of compassion about certain things, whatever that might be. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd say be, be honest, like within that exit interview, as long as you can be professional and still be kind, like, what do you have to lose? They can't fire you. (laughs) So, you know, you can say, you know, I didn't feel like this work culture supported who I was. Mm -hmm. And there's a very large chance that the person who you're speaking to didn't know that, didn't realize Mm -hmm. that, didn't appreciate that. And they could do better moving forward. There's also, of course, a chance that they're going to just not care and throw the whole thing in the garbage. But you can say that you left trying to, leave the company better than you found Mm -hmm. it, right? Giving them that information. Which is also important to remember that just because they're asking you for an exit interview, number one, you don't have to do it, right? There's nothing that requires you to do that. Yes, sometimes like with me and that, you know, that my severance, there was nothing in a contract about severance. So they were Mm -hmm. offering me severance in lieu, you know, if I would accept um, the terms, but they can't not pay you for any work that you've already done. Yeah. So so you don't have to do an exit interview. However, like you said, if you're comfortable enough doing it, well, even if it's a little uncomfortable, right? But if you can make yourself, bring yourself to do it, you could actually inform the company on things that would make it easier for people in the future who you know, fit your demographic, um, your underrepresented category, if you will, to yeah. make it a better environment for other people who will come in after you. Absolutely. And also it's, it's at least in my experience, it's a very cathartic thing to -hmm. do an exit interview. Um, You can, you can say all those things that were on your mind. You Mm -hmm. can, you know, have, get everything out in the open. And again, I I do see it almost as like a breakup, right. Where 
if if you break up by just saying I'm done and you slam the door behind you, you never right. get that closure of like mm-hmm. you know I told that person everything I wanted to tell them. Yeah. So you know, I and just like <laughs> and just like you'd never break. You, well, I shouldn't say you'd never because people do it. Just like you shouldn't break mm-hmm. up in a text message. You don't want the equivalent of that in leaving a position either. Yeah. And I've I been, quit. I won't be in today. Yeah. <laughs> and then block and, the number. You know, I've been fired in a text message before and it absolutely sucks. It does. Um, You actually want to be more professional about it on both sides. So if you're an employer listening to this, don't do that either. Yeah. Um, And then the last thing I had on my list and we have a little bit more time. So I definitely Mm -hmm. would like you to add anything else that I forgot. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say, again, depending on the situation, right? Um, sending a thank you email after the fact, Mm -hmm. sending some kind of thing to say, like, I appreciated this opportunity. Because, you know, sometimes it's just, this isn't a good fit for me. You know, sometimes right. it's not always, you know, I hate this place. And I'm done. right now. Exactly. Um, but preserving that connection, because mm-hmm. who knows, you might need a, a reference letter in the future. Yeah. And, you know, if you're leaving on, on somewhat good terms, sending a thank you email to mm-hmm. say that you appreciated everything, you know, it doesn't have to be yeah. a long, huge essay or anything, but just a little, no, I think that kind of thing goes a really long way with people to be like wow I can't you took the time to do something like this even though you left like that you want to leave with a good impression behind Mm -hmm. you in people's minds I think absolutely and and you know we're talking about it as though every time you leave a position you're unhappy or they're they're (laughs) the truth of the matter is most of us leave a position because we find better opportunities and opportunities for growth and Mm -hmm. you know better income and things like that and and I never recommend that you look at jobs as stepping stones, but the reality is that once you've learned everything and done everything and you realize that there is upward mobility elsewhere, sometimes you do look for the next thing and not treating a job like a stepping stone just means you're not looking at it as a short-term investment. You take every job that you do as this is my career path now, and this is where I'll be. And then something comes into your lap or it's time to move on, like whatever that is. Um, and so most of us are leaving a position that we have for upward mobility. And that's why, especially you don't burn bridges, right? Because let's face it, you may not list somebody as a reference, but that doesn't mean that I don't know some, like I'm, I'm, if I'm the hiring manager, and I don't, that I probably know somebody, especially in the tech world at the company that you're leaving, it doesn't mean I can't give them a quick call and say, Hey, what do you know about so-and-so? You know, because you may not be looking as a, at a actual reference reference, but that doesn't mean that people don't still talk about experiences mm-hmm. with people. And so you want to make sure that whenever you do leave a position, you're leaving in the, the, the best you behind that you possibly could so that you never give anybody an opportunity to say something negative about your performance, about how you left, et cetera, so that you are in the best possible um, scenario for that continuing that upward mobility and that upward climb. Exactly. Unless it's Sue. And in which case you hand her her ass on a silver platter. You know, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to go with yes on that one. <laughs> I think I was like 24, 25 years old. And I was just Hell like, yeah. um, this is like the most illegal place I've ever worked. And yeah, sayonara, I'm out of here. I don't care if this bridge burns. I'm never going to use you as a reference. I'm not even putting yeah. this on my resume. And I was yeah. like, like nobody's going to see, I, I was still employed at the other position too. Right. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it never needed to show up on a resume. There was never a gap and it was just like, and by the way, just as an aside, gaps are not always bad. So let's remember no. that too. 
right? So Absolutely. employment gaps are, are not always bad either. As a matter of fact, um, most people know now that I'm actually writing for Post Status as well and <clears throat> working on the um, Get Hired podcast with Courtney Robertson. That's hasn't mm-hmm. been announced yet, but now everybody will know that too. Yeah, Our listeners will. Um, Congrats. Thank you. And you like I did, the exclusive. I know, right? <laughs> uh, last week it, on the Post Status blog, I wrote about what to include in a resume. And what not to include in a resume, especially what you can drop, what you should include, et cetera, uh, for tech specifically. And then, um, so if, you, if you're if you listening to this and you want to know like about gaps and things, the other things we've mentioned, we, I do have a lot of that in writing over there. And they, they actually publish our podcast on their website. So I don't feel bad talking about what I do over there here either. And I know Allie approves of, of what I'm doing in both places. We talked about it before I even said I would take on the position. But, um, but yeah, so those are exciting things. And I wrote something yesterday and published it, but do you think right now I can think of what it was that I wrote? I know I shared it, but yeah, I, I can't remember. I literally wrote it and I'm just like, what is it? Because I, um, hold on, I'm, I'm pulling it up because now I got to remember what I wrote about. Was it membership, oh, it membership networking and job yeah. hunting? Yeah, it was. So this is the really cool thing about this too, right? So it was about membership networking and job hunting because yes, you leave a position, you're looking for someplace else to be, or you're joining the industry. Um, memberships like post status are phenomenal in the, the slack culture that's there being able to talk to other people in the, your same pos- the position you want people who are hiring. And if you are an underrepresented person and you are in the underrepresented in tech.com database, you get a free membership to post status yeah. as well. All you have to do is let us know and we will hook you up over there as, um, to get that free membership. And so mm-hmm. not only do you get a membership in post status, and memberships cost money, right? No matter where you are, it's an investment in your future. But if you are one of our people um, on the underrepresented tech database, you don't even have to spend that money because they want to honor you and the work that you're doing and help you get that leg up. So, um, so let us know. You can DM us on Twitter. You can um, you can talk to Post Status. Uh, you can DM me on Twitter. Whatever, we'll hook you up. We'll get you over there and Post Status as well as the underrepresented in tech database. Yeah, thank you, Post Status. They're, yeah. they're awesome allies of the of the brand and the podcast. Absolutely. Um, we have like a few minutes left, and I wanted yeah. to bring up one other thing. Um, I was, I'm always scared when you say that, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I remember the first job that I quit that mm-hmm. was a negative experience. Um, I wanted to quit for a long time. And I remember my mom talking to my mom about it. And she would, oh, the, the, the advice she would always give me is do not quit unless you have another job lined up. Don't quit unless you have another job lined up. Mm-hmm. So I stayed in that job for a really long time because I was trying to find something else and I couldn't find something else. And I, mm-hmm. my mental health was deteriorating mm-hmm. and it ended up coming to you know, a, a point where I was sitting outside of the office building on the sidewalk, just crying yeah. and, and just like, I've had, I can't stand coming in here another day. And I, mm-hmm. I had to quit. Um, and so I would challenge that piece of advice. Yeah, I think that, I, I, that I think that it, it's not a bad piece of advice. Obviously it, it is a good idea to not have gaps in your income. <laughs> Nobody yes. wants that. Right. <laughs> no. um, if you, if you, if you can, have something else lined up that's awesome but Mm -hmm. I I would challenge that and say try not to rely on that purely Mm -hmm. and 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 keep yourself in a negative situation just because you haven't found something else yet Um, your mental health is way more important than that again the gaps in your resume don't Mm -hmm. matter 
I understand financial situations can't always accommodate for that. You know, you mm-hmm. can't always afford to just leave your job. Um, yep. But yeah, that was, I love my mom so much, but that was not good advice that she gave me in the moment. Yeah. Um, and, and I paid for it. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't rely on that purely as your reasoning. I agree. And the one thing I would add to that too is think about the word quit versus the word resign. Mm-hmm. Because we think about quitting as, as this really negative thing, like, qu- yeah, like know, quitters never quit, quitters never. Yeah, it's not a failure. So I always talk about it resigning my position as opposed to quitting a job. Um, quitting, quitting kind of like the connotation behind the words quit means like you were you had momentum and you just stopped and like you yeah. sabotaged yourself, right? But you don't quit a job unless you do what I did to Sue. You you resign a position because you're looking for something else or you already have something else in place. And there's a dignity that comes with resignation versus quitting, at least semantically. And so think about yourself as the person who resigns a position for something better as opposed to the person who like rage quits or like just stops being productive. You don't want to be that person. You want to be the person who has dignity of self and that self-awareness to be able to put yourself in the better position. Absolutely. That's really good advice to end on, I think. Yeah, sounds good. Well, it's always a pleasure, Allie. I know I won't be here next week for the recording. You're going to be recording with somebody special. Um, Do you want to tease that? Um, I want it to be a super secret special guest. Okay, you're going to have to listen. Yeah, you're going to have to listen next week to to learn who it is. Last week, our super secret special guest was Topher DeRosa from Hero Press and that blew up. That was a really popular episode. So we we can expect more fun stuff like that next week. Absolutely. Friday night, just a one more tiny quick aside. Friday night, I was like home. I was bored. I was lonely. I tweeted that I was going to be doing like, you could pick one of four things. I would give you a compliment, give you a roast, write a haiku about you or write a limerick about you. And I wrote a limerick about you, I think, right? It was a limerick yeah. or a haiku. It's now my Twitter header. You wrote a haiku for me. I have to look back. And I wrote a limerick for... Um, for, for Topher too and it was it was just like perfectly worded so yeah if you want a limerick or a haiku or I'm not really good at roasting I'm just kind of too nice I'm afraid of like <laughs> hurting people's feelings but I'll compliment you all day long um hit me up on Twitter for that too <laughs> nice all right, all right. Cool. we'll see you well, next I'll, week we'll see you next week bye this episode was sponsored by the following companies ninja forms Ninja Forms is WordPress form building simplified. Build beautiful, user-friendly forms that will make you feel like a professional web developer. No code required. If you're interested in sponsoring an episode, using our database, or just want to say hi, go to underrepresentedintech.com. See you next week.